Russell Westbrook doubtful to play against the Denver Nuggets tonight because of a sore hamstring. Now, he attended practice yesterday but did not participate. He did travel to Denver with the 0-3 Lakers. Shannon, what's really going on here? <laughs> uh, I guess the injury flared back up somewhere between when he yeah. skipped. Flared, flared up. Somewhere between when he injured it because he mm-hmm. didn't start the game and didn't yep. know how to get loose. Yep. And now... Uh, Russ has played about averages about 29 minutes a game, and it seems kind of hard that guy that has a, a hamstring issue can play that many minutes, yeah. especially at the pace in which he plays the game. So it seems like this injury might have come up out of nowhere. Russ is averaging 10 points on 29% shooting, 8.3% from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Russ has taken 11 wide-open threes. The NBA defines wide open as six or more feet between the shooter and the defender. Yep. He's made one. Mm. There's a reason why he was he's open. I don't know if he really noticed that. Uh, my thing is, Skip, and you know how I felt about this from the day it started getting mentioned and we had to end up starting talk, talk, start talking about it. Rush should not be a talked about topic or subject for the Lakers. Last year, we can't do anything about that. They should have moved on by now. And because they're not, it is the cloud that's hovering over this organization, that until something drastic happens, they send him home, they trade, whatever they just whatever the case may be. Until that happens, sun is not coming out. I agree. My grandfather used to say, boy, sunshine follows rain. Well, it's raining because Russell is in the building. I'm not saying Russell is, is the one at fault because everybody is shooting horrible. Everybody's taking ill-advised shots. But... He's the 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 fly in the ointment or the soup or whatever it is. Yep. That until it's resolved, I don't know if anything else can be resolved. All right. I hear you. Before I dive into this, I'm going to make a prediction. If in fact Russ is out tonight, and I think that's by his own mm-hmm. doing, by his own choice. I believe the Lakers will shock Denver. By the way, Denver hasn't been Denver just yet because they got blown out at Utah, and then they just the other night got blown out at Portland. So they're not invincible. They're two and two. This would be the classic case, the, the classic opportunity for a basketball team with a cloud over, to use your meteorological <laughs> uh, comparisons, this would be the classic case to say the cloud just lifted. I don't know if Russ will make the trip or not. I don't know if he'll sit in civvies on the bench or not. Well, it looked like he was making the trip because I saw a social media post where the, the Lakers had you know, getting okay. ready to take off. Right. And it looked like he was on the trip. Okay. All right. That's not great. But, but the <laughs> point is, if he does not see the light of play tonight in Denver, even as a six-point dog, I like their chances because I think it's – an opportunity for LeBron and Anthony and everybody else to make a statement. We're just better off without him in our way because I think it's hardest for LeBron, number one, with the highest basketball IQ in the league, to rise above the lowest basketball IQ of a point guard in this league in Russell Westbrook. It's it's hard to rise above the contagious bad that his shooting brings to the starting lineup. Because it's so awful. 
and it's so ill-advised, and the turnovers are so comically bad that I think it, it, it has a chilling effect in a bad way, as in cold. It, it just makes everybody feel cold because you're, you're trying to rise above that. And when he took that, you don't talk about ill-advised, when he <laughs> went two for one the other day. But, Skipper, then he tried to offer an explanation of why he did it. Well, I was always taught you go two for one, not no, when you got the lead. Not when you got the lead. It's 27.5 seconds left, and he pulls up and takes a mid-range jump shot that Wes bricks. And you've got the lead, and, and you're, you're early in the clock, and you could just see LeBron and AD, you could see their body language like, what, what just happened? What are you doing? And then at the other end, LeBron loses a little heart, and he gets beat around the corner by Jeremy Grant, and then AD doesn't help, and all of a sudden he just sneaks in and snakes it in on the backside, and all of a sudden, wait a second, you're down? Yeah. Huh. Thing, Skip, this thing, let's just say Russ just holds the ball. He doesn't give it up, and he lets the shot clock expire. Yep. There's 3.5 seconds. They're not going to even be able to get a shot off. You the won the game by that one. That is correct. You had him. <laughs> you had him, and he let him off the hook. Okay, so then what happened with 12.4 seconds left? Too little, too late. Right. But with 12.4, way to go, Darvin Ham. He stepped up and said, you, come over here with me. And he put Austin Reeves in for Russell Westbrook. It's too little, too late. Yes. Because, okay. <laughs> That's what I was going. Right. I would go use your, your term. You say it's too little, too late. Okay, I, I got it. But at least he tried. But I know how Russ reacted. He, wait, do you know who I am? Right. You, you're going to pull me while the game is still hanging in the balance? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I, I have to be out here on the floor. Well, Darvin tried it. I'm going to reiterate. We're going back to the final preseason game, and just before it, we had a Woj bomb drop from ESPN that Russ is being demoted. Darvin Ham steps up and says, no, we are realigning him to the <laughs> second unit. He's going to quarterback the second unit. And I'm like, hooray for Darvin. I'm, I'm standing ovation on yeah. that one. And that night, final preseason game, Russ does not start. Russ goes in mid-first quarter, and you know what happened. He lasted five minutes on the floor, five clock minutes, Two missed threes, two turnovers, and all of a sudden I, I look up and he's walking up the tunnel and he looks like he's a little gimpy, but yeah. I, I can't really tell. And he's got a hamstring issue. Mm -hmm. And then he has the audacity to blame it on Darvin Ham by saying, I, I didn't even know how to warm up. I pulled my hamstring because I don't know how to do this because I've never come off the bench in my whole basketball life dating back to my, my little kid day. Right. So – Darvin seemed to – he met with Russ, and then it, it felt like Darvin was apologizing publicly to Russ, saying, I would never put anybody in this organization in harm's way. And it came across like, sorry, Russ, I, I won't do that to you again. And I was shocked. We go to Golden State for opening night, and Russ is back in the starting lineup. And he played 31 starter minutes, and you know the rest of the story. He just kept on keeping on it. We had an 0 for 11, and then we had the 2 for 1 shot, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. And yet – I was upset that Darvin put him back in the game. The moment they were up eight with 442 left, that's when Russ went back into the game. Yeah. Okay, it's a bad idea because you, you can't let him close. Even if you let him start, you can't let him finish. And normally, Skip, you ride. I mean, we, we see it all the time. The second unit, they, they do make a comeback or they play it really well, and the coach just ride it out. Yeah. He just oh, rides it out. Sure. Okay, so – it, it's pretty clear to me Russ is pouting again because he's saying, 
Okay, Coach. And, again, you think he has that much respect for Darvin Ham? This is his first head coaching gig in the league, and it's for the Los Angeles Lakers. I think the thing is that Darvin Ham might be the first coach that holds him accountable. Scotty Brooks didn't hold him accountable. Heck no. Nobody's hold, Dan Tony didn't hold him accountable. No. They let him do whatever he wanted to do. And now, and that's kind of like a child. You can give a child a thousand lollipops. It's the one time that you don't give it to him is that he or she's going to throw the tantrum. That is He's going to fall on the floor, and then I have to fall on the floor with you to get you to get up. And so that's what's happening with Russ. Someone is finally trying to hold him accountable. It's like, come on, bro, I've been, I've been doing my thing for 15 years. Okay. Why you come in here now, all of a sudden, I'm a top, I'm a top 75 player. All right. Who are you? you what, what's your record? You weren't the, the player that I am. You ain't got no championships as a coach. So why should I listen to you? That is correct. That's what he's saying. He's looking down on a man yeah. who's six feet, seven inches tall and used to be an enforcer in this league. Yeah. A man's man. Uh, uh, a man who's his own man. Yes. But I don't think he held Russ accountable that first go-around. Right. He tried and he failed. And I, I told you that I wondered, did Jeannie intervene or did Palinka intervene from above saying we got to start him or we're going to destroy whatever credibility he has, whatever value he has on the Hey, Darwin, change the number in the coach's office. Well, so when they call it to be here, to be here, the number you've called is no longer in service. Well, well I, I was told <laughs> that that, obviously, that that absolutely did not happen. Okay, so fine. Darvin, I, I thought he crumbled a little bit to Russ the first go-around, but at least he did stand up to him, and after the two-for-one shot, he, he yanked him. Yeah. And Russ didn't like it, clearly. And all of a sudden, he looked fine while he was out on the floor, And unless he pulled it in practice yesterday. Shoot, shoot Yeah, whatever they did, <laughs> whatever I don't know what did, they yeah. did. But I, I don't know anything about any hamstring. Skip, pull. a lot of times, Skip, look, you don't have kids, but sometimes when you discipline your kids, you're like, damn, you feel bad. But you know, in the long term, this is what's best. It's called tough love. I know Darvin Ham, given Russ's credentials and what he's been able to do in this league, I know he's feeling bad. Like, damn, man, this man is 15 years in the league. He's accomplished this. He's been an all-star, all-NBA player. Yep. He's been an MVP. But you have to ask yourself, in the long term, is this what's best for the team? All because right. that's all that matters. All right, I agree. Which brings me to a classic quote yesterday from Anthony Davis. He said, I mean, it's crazy. People are forgetting who Russ is. No, 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 no. We know exactly we who he is. We know who he was. Right. We don't know who he is. Right. Because, well, I mean, unfortunately, we do know. Yes. Never in my career have I seen a, a great player decline as fast or get exposed as right. quickly as he got exposed on the Lakers stage, a, a stage he has never been upon, a stage he dreamed of being on as a kid as a Laker fan growing up in the L.A. area. Right. But th this guy's a disaster for this team. Right. And I think deep down, A.D. knows it. I think Darvin knows it. I know LeBron knows it. But they can't let go of the fact. Can't get a load of remember? Do you remember what he was? Yeah. Oh, was yes. he? Yes, have yes. You, have you ever seen a guard play any harder on the offensive end, especially <coughs> offensive rebounding? No. No. N nobody's ever attacked the glass the way Russ has. The problem, this is what. Russ is the most, let's go ahead and put it out there. Russ, it was the most athletic point guard we had ever seen. Ever. Agreed. But he was not fundamentally sound. He could not shoot the basketball from the mid-range. He could not shoot the ball from the three, but he could attack the rim. Okay, his athleticism starts to wane. So if your athleticism starts to wane and you were never a mid-range shooter, you were never a deep shooter, and now you can't attack the rim, and when you get to the rim, you're only making less than 50% of your layups. Now where do we go, Skip? Where do we go from here? If you notice guys that are that, that doesn't have to have the athleticism, like see a guy like Luka Doncic, 
He doesn't rely, he's not relying on his athleticism. So he's going to be able to play a long, an extended period of time because that's not what Tom Brady, a prime example. Yep, Just imagine if Tom Brady ran 4-4. Yep, I and agree. all of a sudden he can't run 4-4. But because he's fundamentally sound, he's not reliant on his legs. Russ is solely reliant on his athleticism, and that has waned. It has. And now he can't attack the rim like he once could. And once he gets to the rim, he can't finish like he once could. Mm -mm. So now what does he do? He should be sitting on the bench, if not being sent home. But it seems like Jeannie's saying, not over my dead body. Am I going to pay him $47 million to go <laughs> sit it on his couch? Exactly. Right? So if you're stuck with him, you, you have to have the guts to stand up to him and not play him. Right. And if he's not playing, he's going to pout. And you've said many times, oh, how are you going to deal with all the waves he's going to make? You, you just ignore him. Well, I man, don't know. Who cares? Know, I'm finally decided might be coming around to you. Send him home. He'll get frustrated about being home and say, damn it, I'll take 90, 85% yeah, on the dollar maybe. and to get me up out of here. Yep. I want to go somewhere and play. And then we'll see how many teams jumps on, uh, on the rush train and says, okay, that's a guy that we need that can get us over the hump. <laughs> but he can't get any. No, nobody thinks he can get you over the hump. Just, but as an expiring contract, especially if you could just buy it out. Well, if, if they send him home and he take pennies on the dollar, Skip, well, I, I ain't got to worry, but he won't have. I, mean, I can sign him for a one-year deal. Give him uh, what a league minimum or uh, uh, a bet minimum or uh, uh, exemption? Yeah, exception. Yeah, exemption. I, I'm going to say it again. I'm not sure anybody's going to want him to play at all next year. I'm not sure about that. That's where it's come to. Well, I mean, all these players are saying that uh, we forgot who Russ was. We're, we're, that'll be the telltale. It will. It seems like the other third, the, a lot of these teams must have forgotten. Also, they see him on a nightly basis. They know who he is. They get an opportunity to observe him up close. It seems like they forgot who Russ was. Yeah, that's a fact. Whew. Gentlemen, Fox Bet Sportsbook has this game at five and a half going the Lakers way. It'll be interesting to watch. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right. Both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, guys, coming off week seven losses, big surprising losses, to bring them both to three and four on the season. Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show this week, quote, guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. You know, got to start cutting some reps. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, the week after, he was seen yelling at his offensive line. Brady and the Bucks put up only three, three points in that loss to the Panthers. Shannon, between Rodgers and Brady, hey, neither one's having a very good week right now. Which quarterback has the most legitimate excuse? Neither one of them have a legitimate. We're talking about a four-time MVP, a three-time MVP with seven Super Bowls on his belt, and we're trying to figure out, well, why aren't they playing particularly well? But if I had to choose one and I have to choose for this, for this discussion, I'm going to take Tom Brady because Tom Brady got everything that he wanted. He wanted the coach. He wanted a different coach. He got that. He wanted all these players back. Mike Evans is back. Chris Godwin is back. Everybody's back because after they won the Super Bowl, we want to run it back with the exact team. They got the exact team. He wanted a different head coach because he didn't like that. Bruce said, whatever. Bruce Aaron was taking uh, uh, taking a marker and, and marking out the plays that he and uh, um, Byron Leftwich had come up with, and he was intervening too much, whatever the case may be. Bruce Arians is not patrolling those sidelines because that's not what Tom Brady wanted. Aaron Rodgers really hadn't gotten anything. He got abandoned by Devontae Adams, who got tired of Aaron Rodgers retiring, unretiring, talking about retiring. And he says, you know what? I'm going to go and hang out with my homeboy. The money is comparable. There's no state taxes. And I don't have to deal with this flip-flopping. I'm retired. I'm done. I'm this. I'm that. And so he was done with that. But, Skip, if you look at it, Aaron Rodgers has been sacked more five more times than Tom Brady. He's not publicly yelling at his offensive line. He has criticized his receivers. I just believe go to Matt LaFleur. Go to the guys that says, okay, man, look here. Guys keep making that same mistake. I mean, how many times can they be short? Or how many times can they be long? How many times can they miss a blitz assignment before we keep trotting them out there on the field? We can't. Put somebody in there that knows the play. They might not be as experienced. They might not be as good. But at least they know what the hell to do and when to do it. I get all that. I just That's how I believe, that's how I believe Aaron should handle it. But Tom, I mean, what are we talking about here, Skip? I mean, you got Mike Evans. Mike Evans has eight 1,000-yard seasons. Every year that Mike Evans has been in the NFL, he has a 1,000-yard receiving season. Chris Godwin has two of those on his resume. All of Rodgers' receivers combined only have two. Randall Cobb has one. Sammy Watkins has one. Rodgers is dealing with some young receivers. With young receivers, you're going to get mistakes. Everybody can't come in and be a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase and just a Randy Moss and just light it up from the word go. Most of these guys have growing pains, and you have to work with them, and you have to be patient. And the one thing when you're a great player, you have very, very little patience. Brady has little patience for, for mistakes. Rodgers has less, uh, has a little tolerance for mistakes. But for me, there seems to be a clear disconnect between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur because that oh, needs to be simplified. Now nah, he's talking about, well, LaFleur said, I don't know what that means. But if I had to choose one, Skip, I'm going to say it's Tom Brady. Okay, but the, the question is, who has the more legit excuses? You would say Aaron Rodgers, yeah, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Then Tom Brady yeah, does. Yeah, Tom, don't, Tom ain't got no excuses because he got everything he wanted. Okay. I'm going to start with this. Right now, in what's called pass block win rate, Tom Brady's offensive line ranks dead last in the NFL. That's a legit excuse. That's why they yanked Luke Gedeke, his rookie left guard, from the game. They put him back in and then yanked him again. He just can't hack it right now. I'm not saying he's a bust, but he can't get a hold of it as a rookie. Can I ask you this? You said Tampa Bay's offensive line is dead last mm -hmm. in pass block win win. Mm -hmm. Why in the hell are you throwing it 68% of the time? Why not run the football more? You could be right about that. But the companion stat is 
the Buccaneers are dead last in the NFL in rushing the football. In running the football, they rank dead last. They're averaging 64 rush yards a game. Now, you can say, well, that's because you don't try right. enough. Right. You could be right about that. I saw them try the other day at Carolina on third and one and fourth and one. And playoff Lenny got zero and zero. They tried to ram him up the middle, and then they tried to toss it to him, and he went nowhere and nowhere. Can I ask you a question, Skip? What do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line do more in practice? You think they practice pass sets, or you think they practice firing off on the ball? I would think more firing off on the ball. That's, I think pass sets. Do you? 68% of the time they're okay. throwing the ball. So that but, tells I mean, me that in, in practice, they're practicing Brady dropping back, throwing the ball. So now all of a sudden, 68% of the time. So the lion's share of your practices, Brady is throwing the football. Now when the rubber needs to meet the roll, you says, okay, drop your butt and move a man against his wheel. How? Why? I mean, for the most time, I've been catching a guy. Now you want me to just tee off and move the guy against his wheel. Okay. There's a brand-new center who had never played center in his life. He came in as a right tackle. He moved to right guard, and now Hainsey is the starting center. And he's not a great shotgun snapper because too often Brady's having to do this or that. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think, as the, as the anchor of the offensive line, I don't think he's holding the point of attack on run block. So my point to you is, I think you're losing both ways. I don't know if they're practicing more on the runs or not. I, I have no idea. But the point is, I think those are two legitimate excuses for Brady. Quarterback's best friend is the run game. I think they just don't have one. That There's no electricity. There's no lightning. I saw a burst against Dallas on opening night, right. but Dallas is flawed in stopping them. We're going to talk about that in a but few I minutes. Think, but I think on opening night, Skip, I think they, 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 they said, you know what? This pass rush can get after us. They made a concerted effort to run the football. Look how many rush attempts they gave Leonard Fournette. But Bakhtiari, his knees bothered him. Elvin Jenkins, knees bothered him. Jake Hansen, center, bicep. So it's not like Rodgers is not without injuries along his He's offensive line. He's got injuries, but he has experienced injuries. Tom's got completely inexperienced left guard, center. And I think they are suffering mightily for it. And that's why he was yelling, you guys are better than that. And he was F-bombing. He's trying to motivate. It's, it's what I've told you. My mom always said you can't get blood from a turnip. I'm not sure you can get blood from Gedeke or Hainsey. I'm not sure about that. Well, Aaron Rodgers says, I tell you what, trade me Donovan Smith and let me get Tristan Worth. And okay. I can work with the center guard and the center right. the two guards. I don't know about Donovan Smith because I'm seeing him getting beaten too much. That elbow. You yeah, see, it you, could be. Well, you had it. Yeah, I did have it. Okay, and it happened on opening night at Dallas. Mm -hmm. And it might be that he's not quite right, and right. he might not be right because it lingered with you, right? Well, I think the thing is, Skip, is that to do this all the time, and you're not as strong as you need to be. You need to be really strong in your lockout. And I saw that he got beat by Brian Burns. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's his right. Is it his right or is it left? It's right, I think. And he, and he, he, he got, got it stuck underneath. And he got it. He got caught. He got uh, uh, Burns being on the inside move. And if I know you got, if, that's why you know you try to hide injury, Skip. You try to hide them because I'm gonna take advantage. If I see you got a, you weak inside, you got tape on your left ankle, right ankle, and not on your left. Hmm. You weak there. Okay, I got it. Tom Brady doesn't have an Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is really good. I've made the case that sometimes that Aaron is more valuable than the quarterback Aaron. Whatever happened to playoff Lenny? Okay, I don't know because he came alive, but then what happened through the whole offseason, Shannon Sharp was saying, 
wait a minute, you weigh 260 pounds? That's what they said. I okay. said, they said I, I'm just going by what Rick Stroud article uh, said. That's what he said. Well, maybe he didn't ever quite get right. Maybe, maybe he's still carrying a little too much tonnage. Maybe he's already wearing down this early in the season because right. he doesn't look He's not running with the same authority he ran with in the playoffs the last two years. And then Lazard. Lazard's pretty good. I'm not saying he's quite Mike Evans, but he's I think he's 6'5". Yeah, he's a big Okay? Player. So so you, you have that. You lost Randall Cobb, but I think he can be back in a couple of weeks. And then you've got two kids who are pretty good because they can both run and they got size to them. Yeah, but they're rookie. They're young. Okay, okay. But, but Brady doesn't have any electricity at all. You said you got Chris Godwin back. He doesn't look right to me. He's coming off a complete ACL repair. He's lost his burst in the mid-range. All of his option route, side to side, I don't see him separating. And obviously, there's no Edelman. There's no Amendola. There's no AB. And now, you look at tight end. There's no Gronk, and there's no Cameron Brait. He's throwing to two kids, two rookie receivers. I, like I think okay? Otten has potential. Okay, he, he does have potential, but he's a kid. He's yeah. a rookie, and, and Tom's having to rely on him more and more. Tunyon is pretty great. Right. Against the Jets, I watched, and he had he caught ten balls for ninety yards. Well, Brady doesn't have a Tunyon, right. and Aaron still has a Tunyon. And then I look at the defense, and I thought the defense was going to carry the Buccaneers. And right now, they're graded twenty third in pass rush by Pro Football Focus. Oh, yeah. it, it ranks twenty third. Yeah. Green Bay's pass rush ranks fourth. It's pretty good. Right. They can get home, and and it's. It's not helping Brady at all. And now they're starting to crumble as a run defense, which used to be their absolute signature calling card. Well, I think the thing was, Kip, if you look at a defense, the less snaps they play, the better they are. And because Tom has been going a lot of three and out, three and out, three and out, he's putting that defense that's not as good as it once was, he's putting them on the field too often, and they're staying there for too long because, as you see, teams are starting to run the football, so I'm keeping you out on the field longer. And so if I get a field goal, I get a touchdown – now I kick the ball off. Tom's going three and out. He's yep. not converting those thirds down. And now that defense that's struggling is right back on the field. Tom is going to have to do a better job of keeping them off the I field agree. by well, converting some of those the third. football or or with a lot of dinks and dunks. Yeah, you, but you got but you got to stay in third and manageable. See, they get your third, eight, third, nine, and then you run that shallow cross. They tackle you at five yards. You still got fourth and three. Now you got to punt the ball. Okay, so. Brady is not turning the football over, no. but he's not no risk it, no biscuit. That, that, okay, there's not much of that going because no. he's got eight touchdowns, but only one interception, right. which is pretty good, which is why his QBR is is better. It's uh, 53 to Aaron's 41. So you got to give him credit. He's a little above average right. with, a, with a lot below average in his receiving core and no run game. But Skip, you've got, you've got the risks some interceptions by pushing the ball down the field. Skip, you just can't you just can't shore fish and expect to catch a marlin okay. or a tuna. But but if Tom were sitting here right now, he'd turn to Shannon Sharp and say, "Go deep to whom? To what? What? what help me out here." But you do realize to go deep, you're probably going to have to take some hits. Tom doesn't want to take hits on that 45 year old body. So this is the way they predicated their offense. Okay, but <laughs> last year and certainly the year before. He was going to, he, he had the, the most air distance. He threw for the most yards in the air than anybody in football over the last two years because his offensive line was giving him the extra second to go deeper. You, you could take a deeper drop and, and wait a second for a Mike Evans to come open, and he would get Scotty Miller occasionally deep open. Right. Now he doesn't get anybody. He, 
he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. You just said he just throws dirt balls because he says, I got nothing. Right. I, I see nobody. I speed read. Boom, boom, boom. Nobody had thrown it in the ground. But, still, right? that, but that's, I mean, they didn't They didn't draft any speed. They they like they guys. Didn't that, draft they got little speed. quick guys that get up in a confined space. Yep. Mike Evans is not a, a speed merchant. He's not a speed Chris merchant. Chris Godwin is not a speed merchant. Russell Gage isn't. The, the only speed guy you got is Scotty Miller. Now, people know Scotty Miller has speed. They don't fall asleep at the wheel on him no, anymore. And, and he doesn't run routes at all. No, all no, he can no. do is go routes. Yeah, you go routes. And if yeah. you if he fools you, yeah. then that works. Right. But he hasn't been fooled because everybody just plays off him because they don't respect him underneath no, at all. No. And there's no run after catch to him. So so he's not scary for anybody. They just say, make sure, because remember what happened in the championship game yeah. at Green Bay near the end of the half and also happened at Raiders. Raiders. He, 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 he sneaked one on you, yep. right? Yep. Okay, so big picture, I think Tom Brady, his body language to me is getting worse and worse. And he's looking a little frazzled, a little gaunt. He's not shaven. Yeah. And it's, I, I believe you can say it's some off the field. I, I just think he's looking around saying, I, I came back for this? Yes, yes. Th- this? Yes, yes. Well, help me out here, guys. What do I have? Yeah, people are like, well, you know, I love competing. You love winning. Yeah. People love yeah. competing. Oh. Yeah, what, what, what good is competing if I'm getting my tail tore up? That ain't no fun. No. Nope. I love I love being around the guys, but I love being around the guys after wins. Yeah. I love you know that's that's the part that you love. Yeah. And Tom isn't having any fun, Skip, because this is not what he thought when right. he came back. Tom, if Tom Brady, if you told say Tom, you know, at a, seven games in, you're gonna be three and four. Totally, like you know, I'm Tom Brady, right? That is correct. And yet, I. I it's still sticking in his craw. I guarantee you that that opening throw is the second throw of the game to Mike Evans. Yeah. They had him. Again, can we see it real quick? Yeah. He, he has it. And, and Brady's, I don't think his arm talent is declining at all. He's got Mike Evans, and the DB just, EJ Henderson just fell down. You can see him fall. And he butterfingered it. And it's just what they are right now. They're butterfingers. They're, they're going through, they're in a slump. It, it's team-wide, and, and as Mike Evans said, I looked around and I saw the air go out of my whole football yeah, it's, team. it's, it's okay. tough when you, when you yeah. drop one All like right. that. That's who they are right now. So you're admitting they're not a good team right now. Guys, well, at this moment, we'll see you on Thursday night. Both of these teams night. are projected underdogs going into this weekend's matchup, but it's especially ugly for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he is a double-digit underdog for the first be. time first in his time career, in his career. Yeah. according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Wow. Uh, all right, coming up. Are the Warrior Stars getting too old for the NBA? Maybe. Skip and Shannon discuss coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? 
to that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Barkley says that Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are slipping, showing their age. This after the Warriors' 134-105 to loss to the Suns last night. Barkley says when they won the finals last year, it was the younger guys who helped them win, like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. Hmm. Shannon, do you agree with Sir Charles here? I do. I said this last year on the skip about Clay. I said he's not the same player, and I'm not so sure he'll ever be the same player because he had made – Skip, those are not scopes that he had. No. He had an ACL injury in the, in, in the 2019 finals, and in the summer while he was rehabbing, he tore his, he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. So it robbed him of his lateral quickness. Trey used to could lock down a point guard, a two guard, and maybe even a three, a small three. That's what he could do. Now, he still can get ultra hot, but he's not the same player. You look at Draymond. Draymond numbers were down across the board during that playoff run last year. Draymond looks like a guy that got a lot of stuff on his mind right now. Yeah. I understand he had 14 points last night. He did a great job of looking for his offense. He wasn't always looking to pass the ball, but he's looking to take the ball to the rim. I thought he played well last night, but they're not the same, Skip. From 2014 to 2022. Draymond Green has played an extra 4,628 minutes. Clay, an extra 4,610 minutes. Skip, how do you mean? Extra in the playoffs. Yeah, okay, I got it. Because, Skip, if you think about it, it aged the Boston Celtics. You keep going to finals every single uh-huh. year. You ask the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. They got a lot older a lot sooner than what they would have. Magic, going to nine finals in 12 years. And I talked to him. He said, yes, yeah, and it took some years off us. Yeah. Because you're playing longer than everybody else, and you're starting back. That, and, and guess what? You get a month off, and you got to start back training again. Mm. That's robbing your body. That's why you got to appreciate what GOAT. Mm. That's why you got to appreciate what GOAT. Mm. GOAT with the nine other things in 10 years. I, I do appreciate You got to appreciate that. I, I give you that. I give you. And we wonder why, man, man, look at LeBron. He never used to get injuries. Do you realize the man with the nine NBA finals in a 10-year span? He's playing longer than everybody else. And he's not playing no 30 minutes, Kip. He's playing 38, 39, 40 minutes a night. He is Iron Man. So I he's, agree. he's a playing the equivalent of three, four NBA seasons mm, more. Yep. But yes, Kip, I, I see that. And, 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 and Charles is absolutely right. You look at the contributions that Andrew Wiggins gave him last year, Skip, in that playoff run. Mm-hmm. You look at Jordan Poole, the contributions. Yeah. Those guys are going to have to carry a lion's share of the, la- the load again this year. Mm. Um, I'm not so sure. Now, Clay still can get hot. Don't sleep on him. Because, but, Skip, he can't give you those performances like he once could. You know, game, what was it, game five, game six, Clay? He can have moments. But Clay was, uh, I don't know if he'll ever be that 22, 23 point a game again score and lock it down defensively because he was the best two-way guard. He was. He was. As far as guard now, you know, Kawhi and PG, they can lock it down. But Clay, Hey, who you need me to guard? He was guarding in the finals. He was guarding a lot of times. He was dealing with LeBron. Yep. And still having to make big clutch shots. So for me, Skip, yeah, they're they're a different team now. Dre, uh, 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 there's a reason why they gave uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins. There's a reason why they uh, uh, extended a uh, 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 pool. Yep. Because they're going to rely on these guys heavily, and they and they need to. So Wiseman is coming along, um, but right now, Skip, yeah, they're they're a different team. I'm not going to count them out. 
I'm not going to, I would, I'd be foolish to do that, but they're a different team. These guys are getting older. Mm. You did, I remind you, pick the Golden State Warriors to win the West. Are you already wavering no, on that no, pick? No, no, because I still believe like Jordan Poole, if they, look, Skip, I mean, you know, you got a little hangover right now. You know, we the champ. And, you know, Clay got upset last night because he and Booker, because guess why? Booker was busting him up. He was busting him up. Busting him up. And was D'ing him up. Mm-hmm. And so now Clay had to resort. Clay had to re- I got these. Nah, no, no, no. You got those, and I can't take those away. Skip, it's just like anything. You look at the animal kingdom, when the old, old lion, when they get, when they get, oh, what the young ones do, Skip? Mm. They attack them. <laughs> Their books say, oh, no, bro. Oh, no. I'm the new two gun town now, bro. It's my he show. He did. It, it was a watershed <laughs> moment for two guards. And yet, th- I think they really love and respect each other off yeah. the floor, but they really got into it. Well, Booker said, you know, when I came in, I, I spoke glowingly about Clay. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players he, because he, we play the same position. That is correct. And, you know, I've tried to do it. But Devin Booker's like, hey, it's my turn now. We saw Kobe do that to Mike. When he got his chance to get Mike skin, when Mike was in Washington, he, he got dropped him. 50, he dropped a double nickel on his dome. He, he got him good. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> I don't often agree with Charles Barkley, but <laughs> I thought he nailed this one, and I appreciated his candor and his guts to go out onto a limb because Clay and Draymond are not going to love this, right. and Draymond is sort of his quasi-teammate yeah. at TNT, right? right? Right. Way to go, Charles. And then he made the insightful point that you just made and reiterated. He said, I, I think you saw tonight, he's like, this young guy is kicking my ass. That's what Clay was saying. <laughs> and, and Clay lost it for a moment. And by the way, Clay doesn't look, he, he doesn't look that fit to me. Right. I think he's having a hard time staying fit because his body's not, what did you say about your body? At the end, it just betrays you. Yeah. It, just, it fails you. It, it, gets, it gets harder and harder as you get yeah. older, Skip, to work out with the intensity to keep yes. that weight down. Yes. So for the first time in Clay Thompson's career, he got tossed. And <laughs> I was shocked when I saw it because I love Clay Thompson. I love what he's made of, and I love his class, and I love his character. He, he's not prone to getting technical no. fouls. And he got bang, bang, and he was gone. And it almost felt like, in a sad way, he was okay with that because I think he knew yeah, what was happening. You ain't finna score no more points on no. me. Somebody else finna get, finna get these, these jumpers. That is true. And, and by the way, I was pretty shocked. Listen, Phoenix had fire in his eyes last yeah. night. And as I think it was uh, Steph said after the game, everybody's looking different. You know, you, you, you come in with a big target on your back yeah. now, and Phoenix said – you know, we're, we're going to get even with you here. He said, uh, uh, here's Steph's quote. We, we've got to remember as defending champs, there's a different glow when you walk in. Well, there is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been there. You've done that. Yeah. You know how that feels. You, everybody, you, 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 you're everybody's measuring sticks. Yep. Oh, the Denver Broncos coming to town. Yep. Bro, y'all the Jazz, though. But you're the Super Bowl champs. You're the NBA champs. So they look at you different. A lot of times, you, you might not go over the one, two games a year, but you're going to go see the champs come to town. That is correct. And a lot of people have discounted Phoenix because of all it went through off the court and then the Aiton situation. In the game and seven in which they got they the brakes beat off And CP3 is getting a little older and a little older yes. and maybe a lot older. Yes. And all of a sudden, Phoenix just rose up last night. Do you realize Phoenix won the second half? Again, it was at Phoenix, 62-39. to 39. Yep. They blew the defending champs off the floor. And they loved it, man. It, you, you could just see in their body language. It, it's not like they were celebrating like they won at all. But, but they knew they had done something significant 
because it made them feel like we're okay now. We are back. We're still the Phoenix Suns. And yet, Draymond, I, I told you when the Jordan Poole incident transpired, he, to me, he's more trouble than he's worth. To me, they're reaching back into the past. It's not exactly Russell Westbrook that they're reaching for. Right. But he, even though he had a decent game, yeah. like he made seven, seven out of ten shots and had eight rebounds and five assists. So it's 14, eight, and five. But okay. he had five turnovers. I, I'll get, he had five turnovers. I still think he's in decline. You could see it in the finals last year. He can still instigate. He can still d- d- distract you know, he can still right. get under skin and do all those little things, those Rodman-esque things that he does. But I, I think they still value him as a leader, but a lot of that leadership got wrecked by one punch they got thrown. Skip, this is something I can speak to. As, as I got older, I was still Shannon Sharp, but I couldn't sum it up like I once could all the time. Yep. I could give you a game. I can go get you 120, 130. Mm-hmm. But I needed three or four more games to go by before I could do it again. Yep. Where when I was in my 20s, I could give it to you back to back to back just how you wanted it. Sure. As you get older, it gets harder and harder for you to sum it up every single night. Mm. And that's what you're seeing. Now, injuries have a lot to do with Clay. And like you said, maybe he's not in the, the peak physical conditioning that mm-hmm. he needs to be. Draymond, I'm looking at Draymond. Draymond looking like he still got stuff on his mind. Like, damn, these people look at me. They know I did something dirty. I got some stuff going on because he mentioned he had some stuff going on he off did. the court that he needs to get resolved. Yep. And again, like you said, he wants a contract also. He does. So there's a lot of things at play here. This is a different ball club each year. Just because you won it last year, they're automatically qualified that you're going to win it this year. But they're going to need Andrew Wiggins. Can Andrew Wiggins replicate what he did last year? Yep. Can Jordan Poole, if that was just... I need to get this contract, let me go ball out, get this contract, and then rest of my laws, mm-hmm. or does he continuously get better? Does Andrew Wiggins continuously get better? Yeah. It took him eight years to get to this point. Is he satisfied? Okay, so you first guessed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the championship and saying, let's run it back. Everybody's coming back, and they all came back. And it wasn't quite the same mm-hmm. last year, and it's definitely not the same this year. No. Are the Golden State Warriors in danger of becoming – last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe, except the difference is in the pipeline are Kaminga and Wiseman and obviously Moody. Jordan Poole and, and Moody. And, and they're, the, the, on the way up are the next generation of Golden State Warriors. Right. And Steph is still in his prime. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So a, as you lose Draymond and Clay, are you going to lose too much championship medal? Right. You, you know what I mean? Like they, they just been there they've done that they, they know how to do this well moody and kaminga and wiseman are going to have to prove that they can do it yeah to believe that well they're in this situation and they, they're going to be able to do it no you got you got to show people you can do it clash had to show you he could do it draymond had to yeah. show you step them had to show you kaban looney is kaban looney he's going to be solid you he know what he's going to get great screens he's going to play defense he's going to rebound for you yeah i'm not going to give you much on the offensive end but he's going to do all the other things these young guys are going to have to Andrew Wiggins is going to have to show last year the all-star. The, I mean, he probably would have been finals MVP had uh, Clay not won it. No, He's Steph, gonna have, yeah. uh, excuse me, had Steph not mm-hmm. won it. Yeah. He's going to have to show, Skip, that wasn't an isolated incident. That wasn't an isolated thunderstorm. That it's about to rain like this for the next two to three years. Yeah, I think he will rain okay. on people's parades. But, I, again, I'm not seeing... Draymond, he's he's still the focal point of this team. It's, yeah. It revolves around right. his moods and and j- just his overall confidence. He's so self-conscious now. I, 
I don't know. I don't love him as much as you do. But, and, and plus, DeAndre Ayton realized, hold on, I'm seven foot. You're 6'6". Six, you six. playing behind me. Why am I shooting far away jumping? Hey, let me get a little closer down on the block. Yep. Hey, book, CP, give it to me right here. Now he just turns right, shoots right over the top of Dray- Draymond. Like it was nothing. Plus, he had 14 rebounds. For yeah. once in his life, he got cranked on the boards. Well, Skip, I mean, he should. Yeah, he should. <laughs> he should no, have 14 yep. rebounds. Yep. He should He should average double-digit rebounds every game. You're mm-hmm. seven foot tall. Mm-hmm. But as you said, doesn't want to be there. True. Mm. Well, y'all didn't want me here because y'all wanted me it's here. Y'all really gave me my money. start Correct. to the season for the Warriors, guys. <laughs> they are 2-2, two and two, sitting at 510th in the West. Next up for them, the Miami Heat.